today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right. One of the first things Donald Trump said he wanted to do was to renegotiate NAFTA. Is this a bad thing? Why is everybody getting so up in arms? Uh, many are saying after 25 years, it's time for an update anyway. To talk more about all of this, Dan Cheriak is with us, Center for International Governance Innovation, Senior Fellow, Expert on Innovation and Trade uh, 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 sorry, on trade Research, and is with us now. Hello, Dan. How are you today? Hi, Scott. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. Uh, we really do appreciate this. This was Donald Trump's uh, latest take on trade. Let us, uh, let us play this for you. A company that wants to fire all of its people in the United States and build some factory someplace else and then thinks that that product is going to just flow across the border into the United States, that's not going to happen. All right, uh, Dan, your thoughts. Uh, is it time for an update on this anyway, or is this a time for people to be scared, very scared? <laughs> well, it, Scott, the question is, what comes next? Obviously, the, um, the model of, of economic uh, governance that the United States has right now is not working very well to the satisfaction of Mr. Trump and obviously to, to the electorate that put him in in a rejection vote of, of the status quo. Um, so, but in terms of, uh, as, as a trade agreement, if you're renegotiating uh, NAFTA, we just basically spent eight years doing that in the, in the Trans-Pacific Partnership. So trade agreements go into a lot of detail about the nuts and bolts of, of a trade regime, and that's all being settled uh, to the satisfaction of all the trade experts, and, and Mr. Trump just tossed that one out. So the real question is, you know, the, the train is rolling on, on, the, um, on the NAFTA renegotiation, but we don't have a very good idea of the destination at the moment. He, he, he talks uh, very aggressively, saying that, you know, it's either this or we scrap it. Is that designed to immediately put uh, his, uh, uh, the people opposing him or on the other side back on their feet, thinking this is, these are going to be extremely tough negotiations and perhaps lower their standard of what they may accept at one point? That's certainly uh, my, uh, very much in the speculation that this is sort of all the art of the deal, that you, you know, threaten to walk away from the, from the deal to get a better uh, offer from, from the other side. Um, the interesting thing about this, uh, Scott, is that if you take a look at the TPP from which Mr. Trump just walked away, you don't have the other 11 lining up to do the deal by themselves. It was already a deal that was uh, not sufficiently in their favor that they would just go ahead and do it. So um, the real question is, is there enough for other countries to give that uh, to, to, to actually satisfy the, the request that, that the Mr. Trump might be making, which we don't know yet? Um, so uh, it, it certainly creates a lot of uncertainty. So where does that leave the TTP? And is this just another bargaining tool for him? Uh, at the moment, the TPP is off the table, and as I said, uh, we don't see uh, sort of a rush for the, uh, the other 11 parties to sign. In terms of the NAFTA, uh, I think there's, you know, there are some indications of things that, that um, might be coming. Um, clearly, uh, from the perspective of, of uh, deal-making, Mr. Trump thinks that the United States has a stronger hand dealing one-on-one, and I, he's absolutely correct in that. Uh, for example, uh, NAFTA features binational panels, which are so ind- independent panels, which then uh, d- adjudicate uh, disputes. Uh, Mr. Trump does not want to have those kinds of panels in place, so they would be gone in, in a renegotiated NAFTA. 
there's other aspects about technical aspects about sort of what qualifies uh, for the you know preferential tariffs under NAFTA rules of origin, and the TPP interestingly enough liberalized those. So presumably NAFTA, the renegotiated NAFTA would narrow those, make make things tighter. You wouldn't be able to use Chinese parts uh, in a Canadian car, to, uh, which you can then sell to the United States uh, without tariffs. So there are some indications of what that might be, but largely speaking, uh, it, 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 we remain to see what the actual marching orders are and what and how the trade negotiators would interpret those. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.